0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Ruby, and Rick and Morty. I am your main host, Dylan Heysen, and today I am joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. And Delaney Stovall. Hello. This is, our, this is our second episode of the Overly Animated Podcast, and today we are discussing the second Steven bomb in a Steven universe. So the last five episodes, which have aired as of this recording, and we're going to do this in preparation for regular episode discussions after each episode of Steven universe. So five during the next Steven bomb, uh, which is going to be the week of July, (laughs) July 13th. Uh, Very excited. Um, uh, Steven universe um, is the show I caught up in within this year and I think is one of the best genuinely one of the best shows on television and it's a major reason why we're doing this podcast uh even though um avatar and the legend of cora have ended uh great animation continues on on tv and of course i bring those shows up because that is our previous experience with podcasting we ran an uh avatar and core podcast for about eight years with over 150 episodes and um so we bring a lot of podcasting experience into this new venture and uh this is basically my attempt at a more professional uh podcast as i said last last one but i think different people are going to be listening last podcast but i think different people are going to be listening to different ones here because we're talking about completely different things each time and i hope the steven universe fandom you know embraces our <laughs> our discussing this <laughs> um, i hope we do okay, a good I job sure. we're certainly very passionate about the subject um, and the, there's some very passionate fans out there, too, as they should. You can find all the information about this podcast, including our bios, an about page, and links to our social media at overlyanimated.com. So we're going to get it, talk about each episode um, in less depth than we would for an individual episode discussion segment for each one, uh, because we have five to talk about. Um, but, yeah, that's... Let's let's start at the beginning. I guess I feel like we're going to get the most discussion out of "Sworn to the Sword," the first of the five episodes.
1: Yes, yeah. uh,
0: this is the one where Connie and Pearl were sword fighting, uh, and I want to get uh, general reactions to this one. Uh, it wasn't well, it was didn't immediately just there. It's we've had a lot of time to to th- to sit on it and think about it. And Sam, what do you generally think of this episode?
1: I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like um, a parallel to The Last Stephen Bomb in terms of uh, how they aired it, like what order they aired it in. Yeah,
0: the first the first, the episode, first episode of The Last Stephen Bomb was, was Rose's scabbard. Another, yeah. this, this similar subject matter and similar emotional depth to it.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I liked the song. The song was good. I, I felt the feels. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was a good, I think it was like a good, uh, what, what What's it called in baseball? Like, the first person who is off the bat. I don't know. Lead-off? Anyway, yes, it's a good lead-off. Thank you.
0: Okay. That's a little awkward to say it's a good lead-off, but
1: okay. You are <laughs> I didn't know there was a baseball villain. thing. I learned
0: something good, to I'm, I'm a, Okay, thank you. Delaney, what did you think of <laughs> <laughs> Sworn to the Sword?
2: I love Sworn to the Sword. So great. And a lot of it... Like, this is one... Of, one, all the pro episodes are great anyway. But Sworn to the Sword is one of those episodes that it has everything in an episode that I love and, like, subject matter that I just, I just, like, adore. Like, sword, like, sword fighting, great. If there's sword fighting, I will probably watch it. And the song is amazing, and I was all for Connie, and I just caught up in, like, I think it was, what, two, three days ago, and I'd always seen on Tumblr, you know, Connie with a sword. I'm like, I want to get to this point. I want to see Connie fighting people. And it was just great, and I just really enjoyed it. And the feels, of course. You'd always wow. seen that
0: on Tumblr in that long week. That <laughs> oh, you,
2: you, you sweet young.
0: Yeah, you young. young child. I, no, it was,
2: well, well, no, the way they showed, like, I was really confused watching some of these episodes because of the way everything looked on Tumblr. I was like, what? What? This isn't what Tumblr I thought this was. Everything. It's very confusing, but uh, no, it's great. Uh,
0: the experience of marathoning something uh, while looking at it at Tumblr, on Tumblr. Can be quite disorienting. Okay, um, sworn of the sword. I think this is an incredibly excellent episode of television. I think it's just a triumph of this medium, this ten-minute um, short-form animated episode medium. And it's it's,
1: it's it's eleven minutes.
0: Eleven minutes. You know,
1: <laughs> in eleven seconds. It's, it's, it's like it's
0: like how the half-an-hour ones are twenty-two minutes instead of twenty minutes. Uh, it's it was this episode is incredible. Like I need to stress how good this is. Um, Do it for her. The song mm-hmm. is. Uh I've probably listened to it you know over fifty times, maybe more than that. I've seen the specific segment with the animation uh maybe ten times on its own. um it's so good during that um it's so resonant, so like deep um and like subtle without being too subtle and overt without being too overt like uh, simultaneously somehow and uh just. The emotional depth arose, who's my, er, to Rose, or to Pearl, Pearl's feelings to Rose, Pearl, my favorite character. Um, you'll find that this podcast probably will be very Pearl-loving. Um, uh, the, the fandom yeah. seems, the large portion of the fandom seems to not like Pearl Th- for some there's reason.
1: A, there's, a, there's a thing oh. going on. You Don't will not there. find
0: that opinion here. We love no. it. Pearl's my favorite character, and you know who my second favorite character is, is Connie, and this episode was about them, and it was incredible. Uh, I love the depth it brings to... Uh, Connie and Connie and Steven's friendship which you don't even remember that they have an incredible sequence in the beginning with them singing a song like that's also part of this episode yeah. it's mm-hmm. so good um, I, I think this is close to perfection um, with the only the only pate- not problem um, being but it's not necessarily incredibly well done is I believe the climax of this episode is too over the top I believe Pearl's, Pearl's reaction um, and the reason I think it is, that is true is because um, we already, we already got an episode about Pearl's, uh, feelings for Rose and they're very clearly romantic feelings. Um, and we get that and Pearl's scabbard really covered that. And that's what, um, for- Rose's scabbard, yes, covered that. I mean, they're just, we just ship them so hard. They're just one person, right? <laughs> uh, that's what, uh, Eric, oh uh,
1: I see what you did there.
0: I mean, fusion, right? <laughs> we'll talk about fusion later. Uh, Eric, uh, Thurm or Thrum, uh, the AV club reviewer mentioned that as like the only flaw of the episode is that, um, this isn't new information, uh, that Pearl has these feelings for us. So as, um, do it for her is playing and you watch it for the first time. It's not like we're learning something new about, about, uh, Pearl. However, the reason that song resonates so much is because as you're watching it for the first time, you start to realize, um, what exactly she's talking about. You know, I mean, of course it's obvious conceptually looking back on it, do it for her, or him, um, that it's this, um, they're talking about different people and such, but I don't think it's obvious. It's right from the beginning of the song. And it, the way it builds up is just so incredible. And I think the watching it for the first time is like even better than the subsequent watches when it's still incredible. But I do think the, um, the climax of the episode, which may be overlooked and is looking back is not as um, clear in our heads. Uh, Pearl just has this um, kind of outburst about it. I don't know. What you guys think of that part?
2: I'd like to disagree a little bit. Just on how, like, to me, it was new information. In the, well, not new information. It's was kind of like you would kind of figure this out or assume or hope this would be something they'd cover. Um, and, of course, I'm still foggy. I watched it all at once. But uh, the whole the idea that pearl you know has had feelings can, still has feelings for rose and then how that complicates her relationship with steven which i felt like was the main part of what this episode was about not necessarily yeah. her feelings for rose but how that meant how steven was a part of that and that part and like the when she's like you know why don't you let me do like that part i was just like oh my god that was the, like that for me that was like the most like to, that's for me that was the new information part the whole now we're introducing i mean it's been hinted at i mean and it's and it's not that big of a logical leap to make but that's something you know to look at
0: i think i think you could argue that um that's a good perspective on how pearl relates to steven with her previous uh, feelings for rose and still current obviously um and i i also think that this is something that was covered in Rose discovered. i think that oh it
2: was i agree
0: yeah i think that this is this episode it's interesting because thematically uh this is almost an exact rehashing i would say of rose's scabbard really um but like that was that was my previous number one episode for this it still probably is and this is number two but like and it's so it's good it's good both times and they tell it in different ways but that episode was totally about how rose or how how pearl t- thought about steven um given that you know steven yeah. is rose it's and it's that complicated situation.
1: I think that I would like to disagree with um, this being like... I don't know. A rehashing? Like, no, not that. I would like to disagree with you saying there's no new information. I think that yeah. there is new information. I think it sort of um, reveals the depths even further of how Pearl felt. It's like, you know, you're like in this cave, right? and you know the sun is shining into it right but then you decide to pull out a flashlight and like oh there's all this other stuff back there wow also um i think it's also a lot about connie too and sort oh, yeah. of sort of pearl projecting herself onto connie
0: yeah for sure
1: and i think I don't know. It's. I think the Connie
0: elements are for sure yeah. new. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you guys would agree with this perspective. We get a, a more. We certainly get more details on like the whole f- like when she flashes back to the the on the battlefield during the song. Yeah. Like, that's like, yeah. That's new. I feel like this is maybe a more nuanced look at Pearl's feelings. We could say.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which is fo- which
0: do- is which is good. Like yeah. I think that's fine. To f- to focus. It yeah, I, so I on think
1: that. it just okay. goes to show like the lengths that Pearl went for Rose.
0: It's possible some people listening didn't know before this episode that Pearl had romantic feelings, which I think is kind of astounding, but, um, even after, even after this, maybe they don't know. I don't know. Heteronormativity, pretty, pretty large part in viewing perspectives. Uh, but, um, it, I think it's incredibly clear after Rose is what's going on here. Um, I, I don't know. Do you, what you were about to say something, Delaney.
2: Well, well, now I'm kind of, like, changing my thought process, but um, for me, like, the whole depth, like, I do think it's more important than just, like, oh, yeah, this is depth, but to me, I'm not going to say that, like, we wouldn't get this, like, okay, so, like, Rosa Scabbard, you know, that was great, awesome, yes, we got all of this, it was amazing, but I, and I don't want to, like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this without saying it the way I don't want to say it, but how... Rosa Skybird is important, and we get all this stuff. But also, this episode here helps to like flesh out and dis- I mean, because they're obviously connected, and that kind of how this is kind of the next step. This is we need we do need this episode to like get us further along, if that makes sense. It's like an expansion and, pack. Yes, <laughs> and and also for me, this is just like my connection based on how I like the kind of media I like and the kind of storylines I enjoy. But like, especially with the like the the uh commitment to fight for rose and that you know the life we will have after the war like that thing like that is the biggest like to me that is more in some ways that is more important to me than some of the things that happened in Rose scabbard like that sequence with the fighting and like how you know she she was nothing she did say you know she made her feel like she was everything but do you do you kind of get what i'm what i'm getting at yeah like uh, so yeah. then
0: okay the yeah the night um The Pearl is Rose's night, is is a new perspective on things, for sure. Um, The uh, Rose giving Pearl meaning, um, and at the same time she was nothing in comparison to her, is a new perspective on things. And the life after the war thing, uh, there's just quite a striking line in the song, and it's maybe my favorite in the entire thing. Um, And it's it gives a more clear perspective on what the ex maybe what her motivations are during the, yeah. pre- the previous thing which we didn't even see um i guess i guess i might argue that you could so the connie stuff is new new uh plot movement i might argue that you could take this episode out um except for the connie stuff and the rest of the show makes sense Um, But that's not what I judge the quality of an episode on, right? Like, I don't care about that that might be true or might not be true. And we've kind of debated that concept a little bit. And ultimately, I would say it's not important. Ultimately, this is close to perfect television. That's the important part. This emotionally resonated with me incredibly much. That's not phrased right. Uh, but it was <laughs> It was so good. That song is so good. Every, everything here is so good. I, like, and if we're, we're not going to be doing grading on this podcast, new information for you guys, even though I did with Melody the in the last one. But if I oh. did, this is like a 9.9 or a 10. This is it. This is yeah. like, I don't know. Do you guys agree? Yes. Um... Where would you put it in terms of... Ranking the SU episodes, Sam.
1: I mean, it's up there. I just think you're getting a little bit overboard there. Dylan. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's
0: it's it's going to be different for everyone, for sure. But
2: like for know, me, I, this is I yeah. like this episode. This is probably my number two, if
1: not number one. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there. It's just like I don't know. I I think I just have different reasons for liking yeah, it yeah i mean there's
0: so many perspectives you can take into the yeah. show there's so many character perspectives and stuff like that and emotional each this like this episode compared to a jailbreak compared to uh, like any any di- different type there's so many types of episodes here and so much different ways it can resonate for me the pantheon of episodes is rosa scabbard jailbreak in this one um sworn to the sword but there's certainly many other good ones too uh we could come back to it if we want, but let's let's move on to our second yeah. one. Uh, probably the one we'll talk about least: rising tides, crashing skies. Um, oh, Ronaldo! Uh, quickly, <laughs> uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on this, Delaney.
2: Oh, uh, can I do like a sideways, almost up? Okay. Because I'm still not sure if I'd like Ronaldo as a character. Like sometimes watching him, like okay, I'm like I, I'm like I feel for Ronaldo. Like if I was in this show, I would be Ronaldo. But then. <laughs> Other things happen, and I just—I don't—I don't hate him, but I just—and then, but I ended up—I wa- watched this episode, and then, like, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not going to like this episode. It's just about Ronaldo. Ew." But then, as it went on, I'm like, "I actually enjoy this episode, and I'm enjoying how they're doing it." And this is—I'm so—I okay, maybe I guess a full thumbs up, okay. but it's a reluctant thumbs up. <laughs> a
0: reluctant thumbs up. What do you think, Sam?
2: Thumbs up. I liked it.
0: Yeah, uh I'm very, very thumbs up on this. Um I, I saw maybe a lukewarm reaction to it. Like, this is like a comedic yeah. episode after an, an incredibly epic yeah. and emotional episode. Um, yeah. But uh, it's for me, Rising, I think this might actually be the third best of this incredibly strong five segments of episode. And we'll get, we'll like, I guess, try to rank them at the end, even though that's dumb. But we will anyway. Uh, I love, I think the Ronaldo character is an incredibly strong side character. I um, like his
1: hair. <laughs> <we> like <laughs> I his do hair, like his
0: yeah. hair. Uh, all of the, what? what's their last name? Frymans? Fryman. Yeah. Fryman. The Fryman's family's hairs are great. Um, uh, to me, so what this episode? Okay, so Sworn to the Sword happens, and I was incredibly blown away. And um, I was like, "This might be the best show on television." Like I had had that thought before, but I was like, after Sworn to the Sword, I'm like, "This could be the best show on television." Show me one more, and then Rising Tides, Crashing Skies happens, and it's not the one that I'm looking for. But to me, this shows you how good they are from different angles a mark of an incredible show to me one way this can manifest um and I, i'm gonna draw uh, an analog to 30 rock here which is an interesting comparison but um that was uh sitcom which i don't think is quite as good in overall quality as steven universe is right now which is i'm telling you i think steven universe not just the best animated show on tv maybe the best show on tv and um they did an episode um queen of jordan where they took a uh fake reality show look at um tracy jordan's wife on the show and had her be a fake reality show and that was one of my favorite episodes um it was incredibly funny and they were able to achieve the same if not even a high level higher level of quality that they had for their general episodes on this gimmicky episode and i think that's what s steven universe is doing here they have this gimmick fox documentary that ronaldo is making and it's still really funny and it's really good and they can they can approach things in so many different ways. And to me, that's the mark of a really strong television show.
1: Well, you're only as good as your gimmick episodes. It's true. Uh, as, that's
0: what we are saying now. Yes.
1: Well, no, that's how I feel about life in general.
0: Episodes in <laughs> life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and are any standout things from this episode?
1: You mentioned the internet's like obsession with snake people or Sneeple.
2: <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the editing.
0: Or Sneeple. Yeah.
1: The editing.
2: I enjoyed that. Like I just that was one of the things. like I enjoy things like that, that like really draw you in and it's just like,
1: Yay, this poorly edited documentary. Yes. Jenny intimidating teenage girl. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that <does> was great.
2: <laughs> uh
0: wh- who's I'm blanking on Ronaldo's brother's name?
2: Petey. Petey, yeah. Yes. Petey.
0: I I just love I that. Love I love how he was characterized in this episode. He was so sweet. It was, yes. it was
1: he's a sweetheart. Yeah,
0: it was I, re- I really liked how they you know what they do is they build up um they build up uh your knowledge of his involvement in the documentary right like yeah. it becomes more and more clear that he's like filming like most things and is like very involved in this with and it's like cool. it's, it's sweet how he's doing it for his brother who's and how he knows him better than himself at the end too stuff like yeah. that 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 really resonated with me um uh Garnet's reaction to everything <laughs> so in this.
1: I like her just standing at the door. Like, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just wanted him to get that camera out of my face. Uh, and then Steven likes it at the end, like, oh. <laughs>
0: <like, yes. yeah. laughs> how
1: can he <you> get like <laughs> so great. He's so sweet. That was really
0: sweet, <laughs> and yeah, I really like that too. He
2: just sees the good in everyone. I, I really liked how this was kind of a take on like. I don't want to say, I don't think it's a trope, but it's a thing that, like, this happens, like, this plot happens. It's not necessarily in a documentary form, but this plot happens in shows like this, like, it happens. And I like how they handled it in, like, at first in the expected way, but then but then it all gets resolved in a very, real, like, I'll say realistic in air quotes. But, I mean, you know what I mean. So
0: you mean the trope of the outsiders finding out about this magical main character's presence? Um
2: Yeah. Which well, one, is, I like how the entire series handles it anyway, because it's amazing. I, how I, that works I, out.
0: Yeah, I'm in agreement. The best to, part, I, I really love how they resolve it. It's mm-hmm. so realistic that he's like he has to ignore it to keep Beach shitty weird. Yeah, I think they built that up very well.
1: I mean, anything for the blog, you know.
0: They, they've actually, they've really been building up to this episode with all the Ronaldo oh, yeah. episodes. Like, this is, as, as like, comedic and, like, um, unim- and filler as this one is, this is the culmination of quite a few episodes. Um, of It's like, uh, the beginning Ronaldo episode, so it's like the Sneeble. It's like, oh, is he just literally never going to find out <laughs> about the Crystal Gems right here who don't even try to hide it? And then he does, and it's like, oh, what's his reaction going to be? And then it makes sense because of the buildup they've been doing.
2: And it's interesting that a side character has had this build up and like he this is the culmination of Ronaldo. Like we have a Ronaldo episode that's like ob- we've had other Ronaldo episodes but like Stephen's not like like r- this is Ronaldo's episode. Like completely.
0: Yeah, no, it's that it's completely hmm. him centric. Um it's the Zuko alone of yes. Of the, but no, he's not that important. But it's I <laughs> <laughs> don't <you> know. <laughs> Uh, But maybe he's the the new Zuko. Uh, He's going to be a crystal gem. He's going to join the group at the end. That's what what I was about to say. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not not all side characters in the show are as good and well built up as Ronaldo, but I would say he is one of the strong ones. And I would say this episode is quite good. Yes. Okay, keeping it together. um, The most interesting one of the five, I would say. The most discussion, maybe friendly episode. Um, it's a, we, 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 we get to see Peridot again, we get to see Kindergarten again. Um, what's your, what's your take on this one, Delaney?
2: Hmm. I, well, well, Tumblr had built this up a little bit from, honestly, a lot of everything I know about Steven Universe before I watched was because of the reaction to this episode. And I'm just like, what? I don't, and then I didn't. So Tumblr built this episode up a lot and, like, talking about how important everything was. And I'm not saying I disagree, but watching the episode was a completely different experience going into having seen the reactions to this episode. But I did, I really enjoyed it. And it's, I enjoy what it introduces to the show. And it's, and to, like, and especially, like, important to... What we know about Garnet and like her character and how that works. And of course fusion itself, which of course we don't get like I don't I don't think we get enough depth like as much depth as I'd like. Or as I was led to believe because of Tumblr. But of course we have, you know, an entire season to get through and all that.
0: Uh I yeah. liked the episode. You liked that, okay. Sam, what do you think?
1: I think that Tumblr hyperbolizes a lot of things. Um Yes. I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. I didn't think it was like this monolith of a uh, giants stuff happeningness. I don't know. It's just it was an episode that revealed something that we hadn't known before, and it, it's getting us to the next point in the plot. Yeah, that's yep. how I felt.
0: Yeah, that's actually that's exactly how I feel too. I'm not crazy about this one. Um, to me, Steven Universe is often very good at taking. Um, and making plot strides and revealing new information in the context of self-contained stories uh, that work really well on their own. Uh, this, this to me, they revealed new information. I don't think this functioned very well as a self-contained story, and um, I think it was overall good. And there were, ve- were great moments, but to me, compare this to a, uh, a sworn to the sword and no contest. That sworn to the sword well, yeah. is much better. Uh, it's this episode talks about um, it's it. it we don't know yet how this will function in the context of this season, but it seems like keeping it together is maybe the thesis statement for this season. Um, and that, uh, these, the forcing together of gem shards might be the, one of the main plot points here. Um, also this, uh, really gets more into, um, fusion, a, to- a topic, which seems like it will be a central, a central point to the season and talk expands upon the initial statement made through, um, through Lapis uh, at the end of the first season and her actions. And uh, basically um, for, so I guess first um, trigger warnings for rape and sexual abuse in this discussion, which I think are necessary things to get into. I think this episode also like can be prefaced with those, to- those trigger warnings. Um, basically the big thing with this episode is how consent relates to fusion and, um, this, this, this episode seems to go out of its way to uh, talk about how consent is necessary for fusion and start to certainly make that parallel between um, uh, the forcing together of gem shards that uh, Peridot is doing and rape. I think that's, to me, maybe a clear parallel that's being made to the episode. A slightly less clear parallel, but a slightly less clear parallel, but one that follows, is that um, fusion is, in a lot of ways, like sex. Uh, I don't think that this is necessarily what it's saying because i f- think fusion is more like love maybe uh just like romantic love in general or just love in general um but i think the, it's hard to i would not- say trust personally trust yeah i mean they're related concepts uh it's well we could debate that but it's it's A hard to things. it's hard to not see that parallel but to me the more yeah. resounding one is rape and the forcing together of gem shards thoughts on that
2: i agree and i the as as much as this episode like i it doesn't discuss it, but you know it introduces this idea and the parallel can be made. I do like this dark element and how they use it specifically with garnet is the you know the force behind this episode that you know she like she is the epitome of fusion essentially like I mean, and you know and this all goes back to everything she said in um Is it alone together? Is that the name of that episode? That's the one with seventy, yeah, yeah. The bombs, yeah, and so like that. From like I don't know, I just really enjoyed that bit, and yes, the like I do like, and of course I the Tumblr, the Tumblr Tumblr, you know, had laid it all out the whole, you know, that parallel. And I don't, I don't know why I'm so stuck on this part, but like the fact that they're dead gems, like to me that. I just I don't know how to put into words why I'm so fixated on that part.
0: The episode and is I, the episode's not incredibly clear with what's going on, but it seems yeah. like it's dead gems who are broken in the shards and they're being put together and forming another creature yeah. that's alive again.
1: Yes. So it's like but, a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Sam, thoughts on this this That's conception? actually
1: what I was th- that's actually what I was thinking about it. The Frankenstein's monster sort of thing. I think that's more of like a direct surface parallel to make, as part of being like Frankenstein, and, you know whatever life stuff. I don't know, but it seems like um, I don't know. There's certain ways that the this uh, parallel theory kind of falls apart, and that it's like the home world trying to do this. Like it seems like they're trying to like make like a weapon of some sort. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. The problem is it's so it's, it's so of, it's so of, it's so vague with the plot advancements. We can't take. It's any a
1: lot of, of stuff away. happening. Yeah. So I'm just gonna like wait until like maybe a year after <laughs> this initial summer and then like see where they take. Right. So, so
0: it's like if yeah. if I was gonna say, oh, Sam and Delaney, how do you think they handled this uh, rape parallel on the show? It's like, oh, we don't know. This is an mm-hmm. intro episode. We can't say that they're doing it tastefully or good or I mean, it seems tasteful from this episode, but we don't know if it's going to be good this is they hand, they talked about it for like 3 minutes right uh, it's not something that we know this is this just, it just seems so introductory
2: yeah i mean they really focused more on the part where this is wrong and this is like this is bad and the only real part at least to my, that i can remember is where garnet says they weren't given a choice which i yeah. think is the main po- that's that's where the parallel comes into play that's where it comes from but they do seem to be focusing more on right now the this is wrong, this is bad, which is why I agree with the Frankenstein, which is why I'm like fixated on the pot. These are dead gems, like they are. This is necromancy stuff. Like this is what they're doing. So that kind of thing to me. Yeah, I I,
0: I don't. It's possible you interpret um a message from the sh- from this episode as um don't like screw around with the natural progression of life, right? Yeah, that's possible. That's a possible interpretation. That does not hit home with me. Um, that is not something that I believe makes logical. Uh, that is a logical, moral, um, innate thing. Like, con- like consent um, is necessary, right? That's that yeah. makes perfect logical sense. I don't think yeah. there's anything innate in the the circle of life and breaking that, especially well, especially for an alien species. We have no idea. Well,
2: anymore. I would like to say based on that. That's not necessarily what I'm.
0: Yeah. No. 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 I think I agree. For me, it's
2: yeah. like, and also that's also another thing not not it's not heteronormativity but relating to a concept like heteronormativity which i don't know if it has a name but we see this all the time like don't mess around with the dead don't do this don't do this don't do this like it's in like all shows like it's just a thing so that kind of that's like a lot of it that might have been part of the reason why i fixated on that was because how much we get how much that's in media already
0: it's certainly a big trope in in media this this concept of the sanctity of the progression of life, right? Yeah. And I don't know if they're approaching it yet. Um, it could just be that they're using this as a secondary thing to talk about um consent and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, ultimately, I don't know if it's that important. That's the thing. This is we talked. We're focusing on maybe the five, not the like twenty percent of this episode. That's like the main plot progression. But there's also a lot of other stuff going on. Primarily, uh, getting more into Garnet's character. Uh, which to me, I think this is quite a necessary thing to do. So, uh, so Rebecca Sugar in a recent, um, interview said that Steven knows a lot about Pearl and, or Steven knows a lot about Amethyst and Garnet, but he doesn't know much about Pearl. So it's going to be interesting to see him learn more about her. To me, from the episodes we've seen to this point, I really feel like we know a lot about Pearl um yes and we actually haven't had much on garnet like we know she's throwing us for a curveball dylan yep i don't know (laughs) i don't know but i feel like i feel like we've had a lot of pearl development and a lot of good pearl development but garnet we've had a little bit a little bit a little bit and then the finale and now it's this episode
1: and we know almost next to nothing about amethyst
0: amethyst too amethyst is one i don't think has been developed well at all yeah uh she had that i guess the herd regenerating a a lot of times was her big episode and and on the run too was her another big episode with her but uh so like i like that we're getting more into garnet here um the big i don't know big takeaway from this i don't remember the exact line but it's like garnet is the embodiment of fusion right yeah i don't do you remember the specific line sam no uh Uh, oh like
1: she's embodiment like what do you I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't line. remember
0: the specific line, but yeah, Garnet embodying uh, the, the fusion and the um, LGBTQIA like presence on the show. Right? She's the literal embodiment of the gems' love, which is all. Uh, so you're no, saying Rebecca informed.
1: Sugar said this?
0: I'm not saying Rebecca Sugar said this. No. Who said that? No. Um, I've, one of the characters in the show said. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. In this episode,
1: oh. Oh. I'm I don't done. remember the line though. That's what I get Anyway,
0: from. uh what else do we learn about Garnet here other than, you know, that she's that that, uh, that she's um, She has
1: the washer and dryer like comes up <laughs> and, No, that's Magic, not it. Yeah. I mean.
0: She's not gonna unfuse. She likes being fused, obviously. yeah Um uh, it's very
1: for Steven's birthday.
0: It's very cute how uh how um Steven tries to get them to unfuse for law folding laundry, right? <laughs> Um, but also, yeah, that's, that's true. Another time point: time they said they're gonna tell they him on his birthday. So now, will they, will they, will now what the, will they do?
2: Well, like they, they do. argue. That was like a new thing. Ruby and Sapphire—they argued.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm unclear on this. Uh, so I, I actually didn't go back and rewatch this part like I was supposed to. So they, the big moment is when um, Garnet is really disturbed by the the uh frankenstein gem shard combination and ruby and she starts to come apart a little bit right
2: which i think is like that's a t- like that's really like that's how wrong this is it's so much so to make garnet like unfuse
0: so i feel like there's two interpretations here one is that ruby and sapphire are arguing um and one well of- they do
2: like they do they verbally like talk like i understand
0: they're talking to each other doesn't mean they're arguing one of so one of them is saying um so in that interpretation one of them is saying that this like was of course it was going to happen one of them's so repulsed by it um but i think maybe what's actually going on is that they're just discussing and they're not actually getting mad at each other rather the situation
1: yeah,
0: uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I, mean, d- I
2: don't think I don't think they were mad at each other, but you can still argue and be mad, but not at each other. Well, yeah, I <laughs> think
0: I think arguing like requires like contending certain points the others are making. I actually don't think that they were like negating what the others said. The problem is it happens so fast um that I think ultimately what's happening when they're unfusing is that one's bringing up the fact that something about the home world doing this, and then and the others reacting to that, and. I don't... And I think this is just them being so disgusted by it that it's, like, breaking their... This lack of consent involved, that it's breaking their bonds apart a little bit. There's them experiencing that. Sure. Uh, but I don't know. This is another... This was very... Happened very, very fast.
2: Uh, well, for me, it was... For me. What was more important to me was the fact that... this is, Well, not more important, but, like, the fact that we see, like, Ruby and Sapphire, like... We had seen this with Stephen and Connie and other fusions but we'd, we'd never right. seen with garnet before that they the that two they,
0: they can just separate randomly yeah
1: well the fact or well that the they fact, can like argue talk to themselves like with yeah like this is the first like time that. we've seen
2: that happen other than savani yeah, yeah little, that's what it, that's what was interesting to me it's, i mean the first time with garnet that's yeah what because garnet
0: says i think maybe in this episode maybe in a different one that um you you don't you you become more than the two people when you're a fusion yeah. right you become an individual uh to uh to yourself and um it's a different form maybe form of steven and connie talking to each other in there it's like them like using a part too so it's kind of portrayed differently visually by the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh i don't i don't know i don't have a lot of clear reactions to things that happen because
1: we're just gonna have to see
0: how it goes to see, have to see we have to see how it goes any other big things from here
1: pearls to <laughs> the trolls doing
0: all the chores yes oh yeah pearl pearl completing <laughs> all the chores very in character moment for pearl yeah
2: and we uh, finally know what peridot's trying to do
0: oh yeah the the characterization of peridot um i thought this was very good she's kind of characterized silly and um like claws like I, she's I she's
2: always, the silly scientist yeah
0: i always think they did a good job with peridot and not making her un- unsympathetic to me a lot of people are like oh Peridot's so evil she's doing these gem fusions here and like yeah that is what's happening and yeah that she probably is kind of evil cuz that but to me Peridot's never seemed evil never really seemed unsympathetic she's just like do it she's just clearly acting under yellow diamond and just wanting to do her science stuff you know she's
1: clocking in like she's
0: so
2: exasperated all the time (laughs) like how can you not feel for peridot
0: i kind of like that the show is like making us like feel something wrong with peridot like i feel like the show wants us to like peridot but peridot's doing terrible things and also the i'm just following orders thing uh not good Mm. right so she should be able to think for herself in this and um despite that i still feel sympathy for her so that's kind of interesting that the show is making you feel something that you probably shouldn't feel morally yep interesting uh let's talk about we need to talk um Ooh. the flashback
1: How appropriate.
0: episode <laughs> uh, we are talking right now
2: i thought the show was gonna break up with me when i saw it <laughs> i saw the title and i was like no okay,
0: okay good good joke no no jk was funny um it's
2: like a dad
1: joke <laughs>
0: that was like a dad joke good Drop lenny you're
1: welcome Thanks. uh this I'm is appropriate again because again
0: uh, i'm is clever greg. darn wow. it this, this,
1: is, this is, dad. is my
0: this is my second favorite episode of the of the five uh it's so we have steven and connie fuse in front of greg and then he tells the story of him and rose this is kind of the continuation of the previous. Uh, Greg Rose flashback episode, and here we see them recording a music video, and um, then Pearl taunts, you know, Pearl taunts Greg into thinking that he tries to fuse throws, and then they talk, and then that's it, right?
2: She drops the mic, though. I'm still not over that.
0: Yeah, so I guess, I don't know, this is. There's so much going on here. Um, these, these episodes are so striking because they're just not what the regular part of the show is. Um, how do you feel about this episode in general, and How do you feel about how it portrays Greg and Rose's um, relationship, Delaney?
2: I Well, I like the episode. I enjoy Greg. In the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like Greg. I like Greg. Greg's cool. We get these fun episodes with Greg, and we get to see Rose, which is always exciting because they always hide Rose, you know, and then we, we actually get to see Rose, and it's exciting. But um, I'm not like... Greg and Rose's relationship kind of confuses me a lot because of because of Pearl. Like, I'm just I'm trying to figure Rose out, I guess. I guess we all are. But, and then and then also Greg's, like, just complete, I don't know, like I guess I appreciate it that he doesn't, like, get mad at Pearl or anything, or like I don't know, it's just weird. Like, they're all weird. But um I, don't, I liked the episode, I'm just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like, this episode. Like, a lot of things happened that raised a lot of questions for me and that were confusing. And I don't know how I feel about the whole, oh, we didn't fuse, but we talked. Like, I don't know what I was supposed to get <laughs> out of that part, but okay.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's, that might have been, like, a little bit of a forced, uh, uh, thing that fusion isn't necessary for, like, a close relationship, stuff like that. Yeah. Depending on how you thought of it. Sam, what do you think?
1: Um i think i would like it better out of the context of the other episodes that surrounded it you know i think it's yes. like i think it's a fair like a good um standalone episode like the previous story for steven was but i don't think having it like sandwiched in between keeping it together and chill teed chill tied, tea tied, whatever however you pronounce that I don't think that helped its case too much. It just seemed like a random, like a, like, like a breather episode. But like, we don't have like a week in between to like process it. But mm-hmm. in the future, maybe someday, children will have that week in between. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just I don't know how I feel about it. Like with the plot surrounding it, not that you can't have like filler within plot, but like it's just I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, this is maybe more important than the the following episode than Shelteed. but uh, like I, I see, this is very crucial to the overall mythology of the show. Um, I quite like this one, and I like it in spite of the fact that I that I kind of that I'm like team Pearl in this episode. See, yeah,
2: see that that's my problem with it. That's what I was.
0: It's quite frustrating to see <laughs> to see. Uh, I don't. I
1: don't know. Like I kind of. I don't say that like i approve of pearl being all salty but i mean oh not that part just like
0: i mean it's like obviously pearls being like dumb about it but it's like the it's like perfectly understandable and i've seen pearls here's the thing a lot of people i feel like like just some people dislike pearl after this episode some people um i don't know for me the perspective of the show is the perspective of pearl in this episode Um, I know how Pearl feels very clearly, um, about Rose and I've seen that, um, and I want to see that manifest here in a flashback because I, the, here's the really weird thing that the show is doing. We know Pearl absolutely loves Rose and yet we know that Rose and, uh, Greg were a thing and had Steven, right? So the big question is how do these two plot points in the past, how did they, um integrate
2: well, where's the point where's out? the convergence
0: <laughs> this is the big question going in the future where were pearl and rose ever actually a thing or was this all a one-sided thing and why was it a one-sided thing
1: i don't know hmm. i don't know because then but we can get into like a discussion of like the different like forms of love and oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah sexuality
0: but it's like yeah so but that's the big yeah it's the big question right now and um it's obviously the show's gonna answer it at some point but uh like to me i watched here's the okay so here's another thing i still don't quite get rose and greg
2: That that's me i don't understand them at all i don't get it
0: this episode did more than any other in, in terms of me understanding why they would be a thing but it's still very difficult to to process uh, i don't know if if uh, other well, people feel the same way.
1: Okay, so let's 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 see what happens. So, evidently, using our context clues, <laughs> um Rose apparently had taken many a human lover and like treated them like a toy basically. Um yeah. but Greg sort of like asks for validation and she's like, "What?" So, I don't know. Something happens with that
0: yeah, well, that's what. So you're you're taking this from the part where, um, where Greg asks her if she's loved another, another human, and she says yes, right? Yeah. And it seems like that. And I don't, I don't know if taking them like a toy is the. I, I feel like it's not like she didn't necessarily love them back. It's just that maybe she, like,
1: maybe like like a cat.
0: She uh, <laughs> she just uh, she just yeah. viewed them in this uh, short lifespan terms, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Greg then really rebels. Greg against came that.
2: and like. Oof.
1: Everything and he, she
2: doesn't call him Greg,
1: Mister
0: Universe. Mr. and well, it, i mean,
2: not just that, but like she, she, repeatedly, she says human to him, which is just weird. Right. I mean, it's understandable coming from the context of like the gems, but like it's from how everything's been fed to us, it's odd seeing these two, and then she just keeps calling him human.
0: So I guess it's it, I guess it's clear that um, Rose really loves humans, right? And um, she rebels against her homeworld world uh, because of humans and then like uh abusing the earth and humans and um it seems like it seems this episode makes it clear that she's doing it for a reason more than the fact that she morally uh, in in like a vacuum um not in a vacuum morally from a very objective perspective objects to this right um it seems like she's an attachment to humans um and i guess we're manifesting this through the fact that she has loved multiple humans so it makes sense she saves the earth and then she like Falls in love with multiple people, um, I guess. Uh, I I still don't really get it from her perspective, but
1: it's like well, some I, well, YA I've wondered, novel stuff. <laughs> like I
2: don't know how I, mean, I don't know how it works. I don't think any of us know how it works because it hasn't been very specific. And of course, I could be wrong. I mean, I just watched it, but the with I mean, I could see. I mean, Rose. For all we know, Rose has done this before. Like we don't know what happens when Steven dies and like cuz oh, we know okay. they don't have their like gyms gyms always seem to be a thing except where we've seen that you know we have dead gyms and like they're fused together but we don't know what it t- like well we we've we know that gyms can die but we and wait pearl said like they don't die of old age right that's what that's yeah, something gyms they don't,
0: said gems don't die of old age yeah
2: so like for all we know rose falls in love with a human a lot like this happens they have a kid and then they get rose back yeah. for a time and then they do this, and we don't know how many times this has happened. I mean, it so, can... Okay,
0: so from... A, and that
2: could be a secret that they keep from Steven to protect Steven.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: mm. So that's interesting.
0: So the piece of information which contradicts this is Steven mm-hmm. has repeatedly been told he's the first gem-human hybrid. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, See, so until that last part, this was uh, if, ignoring this one piece of information that's possible. Like Based on this episode, that would be possible, but... Um, from our perspective, which is Stephen's perspective, um, Stephen is the first of his kind, and I feel like it makes sense with this episode because uh, this is the first time that Rose, um, that a human legitimized herself enough for, to Rose for her to want to, um, I guess, intensify their love, you know? I feel like that's the takeaway in terms of that.
1: Intensify.
0: Mm-hmm. Until, you know, uh, Rose manifesting a female reproductive system. And which is what happens, Amazing. apparently, according yeah, to yeah. Uh, Ian Jones quarterly on uh, an old Tumblr post, Rose <laughs> grows a womb in inside her, and
1: that's so great
0: <laughs>
1: uh magic yeah, is so real this this leads to quite a
0: longer discussion about ge- the ge- the gem's human form, Sam and I were having this uh discussion a a little bit ago and like what is the gems human form like and they mold so easily like stuff like that and it's just it's quite it's it's quite difficult to talk about i keep saying quite i apologize um i it's difficult to talk about given all this um vagueness that the show presents us with which is
1: we'll find out eventually we'll find
0: out eventually um the show is frustratingly slow in establishing things sometimes uh but a lot of times they make it work um overall we need to talk i think is is really well done um i guess pearl's character uh is something else uh to talk about here i think everything she does is is understandable given the build-up that she's had to this point um and i think pearl is sympathetic to me in this episode because despite the fact that she's undying love for rose she's restraining it like this like to me that's like really cool of her and i like how um even with that, she's still, like, a good person to to Greg overall. Like, yeah, she taunts him and tries to manipulate him, but it's very minor. And uh, I, like, I still think she's, like, nice overall with, with him. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: and we've seen Pearl, like, kind of, like, just... We know how crazy Pearl can be and how scary she can be. So, I mean, I feel like this is definitely, like... Greg got lucky, <laughs> like, that we didn't see, like, anything really... Because I think Pearl is definitely 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 was capable of doing something much worse than oh yeah go fuse ha ha, ha that'll be funny let's watch the human try and fuse with the gym like and she now played... they're pals. yep i mean she essentially she played a prank on him essentially i mean yeah. it was it was mean and like it was emotionally manipulative but like it was essentially like the equivalent of a prank
0: it, yeah it was and uh like, I don't Pearl, Pearl also all the gems seem younger in, in this these flashbacks, yeah. and Pearl to me but just seems like an in love teenager and how she was acting, you know. Oh
1: yeah. Versus death took a toll on them.
0: Yeah, certainly that seems like what they're trying to do. Like the like the big question I think that um that a lot of people have is why do the gem not a lot of people, mean Sam specifically, why do the gems look so much younger in these flashbacks? Like, like they they are thousands of years old and this is what, like, Forty years ago, it's not that long ago in relative to their yeah. lifespans.
2: Death
1: the ages you. So,
0: why does Amethyst look like a child, and why does Pearl look like a teenager? And, and they
2: purposefully change because we know they're in control of their forms.
0: Yeah, and they purposely change too, right? So, it's it's it's. I think what Sam is saying is right. The take-home message from that is the the Pearl, that Rose's death has changed them all and aged them significantly.
2: Like there is a before and after in that. Yeah, and it's
0: <laughs> it's very clear what they're trying to do. It also yeah. just the gem the mythology of the gems quite frustrating again we'll I find, find it, out eventually i need to stop saying that but yeah we'll find out well might we'll probably have a theories podcast on the gem believe in
1: a, rebecca
0: believe in believe rebecca in Re- sugar in rebecca sugar we trust um uh, we'll probably have a theory podcast discussing all these types of things going on no, but it, until then we can only speculate and um the last one yeah i don't know how to pronounce it either she says it in the episode but i don't remember i don't understand
2: why
1: i don't get it uh, i
0: saw an explanation but i forget forget why it's uh,
1: it's like it's it's another i i, I guess it I means guess. it means something
0: in another language right like is that it and it's, it's like your catchphrase and thing anyway Chilteed um uh, is the Adam. nightmares and daydreams a steven universe episode <laughs> that's an episode of avatar the last airbender and is literally the exact same thing uh yes. but it's 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 manifests interestingly towards the end um in how Lapis is integrated into the plot. Um so Steven has these uh dreams and the other gems try to try to sleep but eventually interacts with um lapis and uh malachite in real ways that uh, manifest physically. What did you think of Chelsea Delaney? I liked
2: it. Um but just coming off of like I had marathoned all of it, I felt a little let down. That sounds bad, but like for this for this to have been like where I stopped, I was a little like oh, and I didn't really understand the catchphrase thing, which just completely just threw me for quite a bit of the episode. I'm like, I don't get it. What was that? Was like on? two
0: seconds though? Come on!
2: But I know, but I'm granted, I did enjoy that sequence. Like I enjoy, I enjoyed the entire episode. And I enjoyed all the sequences. Um, Pearl's dream was funny. Uh I like I don't I just I mean I enjoyed this episode. I don't think it was amazing or anything. Though I do I did enjoy how they integrated lapis and everything. And malachite. And also I just appreciated like I just think malachite's cool because it's called malachite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, what stunning color.
2: <laughs> I just I don't have I don't really do not like out of all the episodes like this is like this episode I have like
1: I don't have as many thoughts on it. Yeah, I, I think just... I'm
0: the same way. Uh Sam, what do you think?
1: I found out because I looked it up. Chilteed. translates roughly to chilling time it's also a play on words thanks steven universe wiki cool anyway um i thought it was okay that was an episode it (laughs) happened
0: okay no that's not (laughs) not that
1: dreams dreams are important sleep is very important i i enjoyed any actual thoughts it felt a lot like um keeping it together except with more filler yeah so for, yeah, yeah. For,
0: for me this is like a filler episode that it, that was clever because it integrated plot at the end yeah. whereas keeping it together was a plain mainly a plot episode that had some filler too yeah um but that,
1: that's that's a better way i i, I like your way of explaining thank you. that better
0: uh yeah uh, the biggest thing i like about chill other than lapis lazuli's presence who i'm in love with is mm-hmm. that uh it it uh it takes this um, trope of uh, the dream episode, the filler episode within the cartoon, and it makes it um, into an episode that matters and has plot ramifications. And I really appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, I also it, the, the filler episode elements are still there in the beginning. I think a lot of them are well done. Um, I think the AV Club uh, gave this uh, an A. Like I, I didn't have quite as a high reaction to the humor parts in Steven's dreams. I mean, they're funny and stuff, but, uh, I, I didn't guess, I guess I didn't respond as well. Um, I think it's really interesting how Lapis is characterized at the end. That's my main takeaway of this. Um, yeah. I mean, Lapis is one of my favorites and I, I feel like, I actually think a lot of the fandom does think feel that way. But, uh, uh, what's quite interesting is how, um, yeah, I'm getting mad at myself for the, the continued usage of the word quites here. But uh, it is...
1: Uh, you knew the thesaurus. Well,
0: quite I know. count. I need a We're recording this, podcast immediately after I recorded the last one with Mel, by the way. So um getting Wow, a don't exhausted. reveal your secret I'm sorry, theory. guys. I'm <laughs> getting a little... Gotta really have some here. tricks. Uh, I, Lapis is ca- categorized um, really interestingly because it really... The big takeaway with Lapis is that, um, like, it may be, and I think... Uh, Eric again at the AV club made this point, but it it really feels like she thinks that she's on Steven's side. Like I actually think that. We didn't know that before. Lapis kind of seems like a vigilante um in the finale of season 1. And I think here it's like she thinks this is the best way to help Steven.
1: Yeah, cuz uh, he yeah. helped her
0: so Yeah. I Which I yeah, I love. I love it's a, one of the, I love how sweet Steven is to Lapis always. It's so wonderful and it this is like maybe one of the first times we see recognition on lapis's part um but and it's in a major way she's just she's just throwing away her life in order to um in order to what's what's uh, her name by the way i'm blanking um jasper Jas- on jasper's um on keeping jasper in check on earth and we don't really see the logic behind it. It's like, why can't the gems handle Jasper on her own with no one else around, right? Like, with, without their technology, without per, uh, Peridot, why can't the gems handle Jasper? Um, I don't know. But, so we don't... It seems a little illogical, I think, from our perspective. But uh, this seems to just be what Lapis wants to do to help. Maybe she thinks she's non-deserving of... Um, because of how nice Steven was to her, maybe she thinks she's, this is what she deserves or something and doesn't have a high self-opinion, but we don't really know that either. Um, but this is something that's going to need to be expanded upon. Where is Lapis's um, mental state right now? And this is like she's forcing herself into this in, this non consensual bonds because she needs she wants to do what's right. And maybe there are parallels there to other other things too, right? Like staying well, think- like staying in relationships for the the perceived greater good, even if you don't want it to be in it anymore things like that
2: well i think this definitely like makes what happens in keeping it together like this is like this is where it's not necessarily this is where it's leading but like we're like this is a point and we're going to keep making it and i think that that keeping it together makes this episode like more important if that makes sense yeah, or well, or make more of an impact
0: that's that's why this really seems like the main um plot points of this season the uh the uh, consent infusion, and infusion and in general, because it's happening with lapis and jasper, and it's also happening with um, Paradot's um, fusing of these gem shards. Right, They're both, it's both basically the same, the same concept applied in different ways, which is which are which are interesting in the different applications.
2: And also the whole like for me, like what lapis remind it reminds me not necessarily like the same nature, but in Harry Potter when Harry like peter Pettigrew owes harry like a debt of life and that debt of life gets paid and that's that that this reminds me a lot of that is that that um uh, lapis is returning this one like kindness that stephen did for her when stephen freed her and then like I don't know. I, I enjoy that. That's it's really what
0: it's. That's really what it seems like the episode is hinting yeah. towards. She doesn't specifically say that. It's. It's not like I. I owe my life to you. She doesn't say that, but she does yeah. say I'm doing this for you, right? So it's, it'd be interesting to get her take in more detail on her perceived obligation here. Uh, Sam, any more thoughts on the episode?
1: Um.
0: No. Yeah, it's, I don't think this one's super prone to discussion. Blaney? No, I mean
2: if there's. I mean, it's just, it's nightmares and daydreams. It a is nightmares end, and daydreams. So. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, that was a good episode. I don't know. I, I mean, know. it was.
2: Yeah,
1: it was <laughs> enjoyable. I liked it. it okay, good. yeah. So let's,
2: let's. We didn't eat a sheep, which is a little disappointing. No, but...
0: no sheep. That's uh, that's quite disappointing. Let's rank the five. I think I already, you already can tell my rankings from when I talked to them. The, I'm sworn to the sword one. We need to talk to Rising Tides, Crashing Skies three, Chill Tide fourth, and Keeping It Together fifth. Sam, what's, what would your ranking be? Well,
1: cool. Sworn to the sword, number one. Number two, I think I'll put, we need to talk. And number three, Chultied. Chiltide T-T-T-Tied. <laughs> you say it. Number, um, what was the wrong one? Keeping number four. It. Number four. Oh, I don't remember.
0: You had two and three left. You okay. Tuesday and Wednesday left.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Number four, keeping it together. Number five, crossing Tides. Right. The, the, we're not yeah, the whatever that,
0: we're not a one. Delaney, <laughs> what about you?
2: Uh, okay. Sworn to the Sword, number one. I'm actually going to put keeping it together at number two. And then we need to talk. Um, with that one that none of us can say
0: uh and then the ronaldo episode fifth
2: and then the ronaldo episode At- Delania, I, I, I
0: think you i think your ranking is representative of uh the fandom's ranking i think that's what people would say but I, I, i'm not as high on keeping well, you together. i
2: don't gonna- want to say it's like it's not like a it's not like a distinct five like if real in reality some of these would probably be tied in my mind or yeah. if i rewatch them again i've only seen all of them once
0: yeah true and re- I saw them I mean, all
2: at once. <laughs> you've only
0: seen "Sworn to the Sword" once. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's I'll not like Ten w- times? No, no, no,
2: I've seen Swor- I've, I've rewatched "Sworn to the Sword" several times, <laughs> but that one, like, obviously, that one's that one's solid number one. That one's not in question.
0: Yeah, I know I think that that about that about covers it for this. I think this is going to be longer than our typical Steven Universe podcast. We're only discussing one episode. I'm quite excited to see. Uh, uh, I said quite again to to see where we go next with this. Uh, the second Steven bomb. A lot happens on this one, right? Like a lot. The, these were important episodes, except for the Ronaldo one, and um, even with uh, even with a lot happening, it still seems like the second, the third Stephen Bomb might be even more um, plot heavy, right? Yeah.
1: There's a there's a person, that's named.
0: Yeah, I don't. Well, okay, we'll have a preview because... pod. We'll have a preview podcast for the third Stephen Bomb, so we'll talk about uh, all of that upcoming. Um, thanks for listening, guys. You can find more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. dot um, There, you can find our social media links, etc. Um, I've been Dylan Heisen. That's Sam Quattro and Delaney Stovall. Sam, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can't. Okay, it's Delaney, where <laughs> you? <laughs> Do cannot- you actually
1: wanted to say? Like, yeah, what? no. This is okay. the
0: new thing. I'm gonna ask you, and you plug your Twitter and if you want your Tumblr and stuff like that. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. My Twitter is at coolmcr. And uh, K O O L M C R. That's how you spell it. Um, and my Tumblr is stupid That uh,
0: Delaney, where can, where can we find more of you?
1: Okay,
2: um, Tumblr. If you really want, Tumblr Guru cor, Guru Korosami. And if you don't know how to, sp- okay, Korosami K O R R A S <laughs> M. I don't. Know, I can't A-M-I. even spell A S M. Well, I can't even spell it. anyway.
0: Delaney's the most Tumblr famous of all of us. I will say.
2: And, and my Twitter, which I'm going to try and resurrect, but at this point, I just retweet Carmilla things, and don't don't bother with my Twitter, but maybe okay. I'll redo it. But okay. Twitter is at Delbury S, D-E-L-B-A-R-Y-S. Oh, I've been pronouncing that wrong, okay.
0: How uh, have
1: you been saying <laughs> it? Delbari. No, it's Delbury. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, oh gosh.
0: Oh, I shouldn't have told you that, because now you didn't know before.
1: Well, Dylan, you, you, you have a habit of pronouncing things wrong. I
0: pronounce many things wrong. <laughs> Pro- like chilteed <laughs> Chilti yeah, is- probably. Okay,
1: <laughs> well, we not- can't agree on any of that uh yeah
0: anyway um you can find every all of the links and links to the stuff in our bios overly um thanks for listening guys i hope you check out our future steven universe podcast give give me feedback on how i'm handling steven universe um overly animated podcast at gmail.com um i would like to know what you guys think and that's it thanks guys um see you later You're yeah not you them.
1: Oh. Bye. bye
0: <laughs>